0: Welcome back to primetime Kansas City. On today's episode, we are going to discuss the Royals they have started, and it's not very good. Uh, I don't think it's very shocking, but it's not very good. We'll talk about how big of a concern the offense is here early in the season. They have sputtered quite badly. This is the time of year. If you're an NBA fan, here you go, because we're finally going to actually start talking about the NBA seriously, because it really doesn't matter up until this point. We're going to talk about a lot of big games as we're recording. Lakers and Clippers are getting ready to tip off. Josh's Kings are in the playoffs. Race for the ten seat. is over. Does not need to happen anymore. Um, and yeah, that will probably... How,
1: how does it feel? Maybe we'll, does it feel? Up, uh,
0: maybe we'll wrap up college basketball. But yeah, um, let's go ahead and get started with the Royals since we are a Kansas City-based podcast. And the Royals are, yes. I'll just go ahead and say it, one in five. Um and their ass. I mean, we're in the ninth inning right now versus Toronto, and they have one hit. What is wrong with this offense? Uh, everything. Dude,
2: I don't know. Why are you asking me that?
0: I mean, somebody's got to have a rational
2: answer, right? Yeah. I'm just. I don't wondering. think it's anybody does. To watch. It's uh, it's disappointing, man. And you know what really hurts the most about it is that the pitching seems to be drastically improved. That's what I'd like to talk about a little more. Um, because I think we're kind of seeing the alarm bells go off with of this offense. And I think any hope of the Royals being remotely, actually entertaining this year is largely fading away in my mind.
1: If we're going off the three Goldilocks Bears or whatever they are. Next year is going to be just right because last year it was our shitty pitching. This year it's our shitty hitting. Next year it's just right. You know? It's Look, like probably one of the
0: no, thing no. <laughs> I'm taking from it is um, uh looking at it. (laughs) This hitting has to even out at some point. Like, they're not gonna be getting one or two hits consistently in games. Um I mean I'm not saying they're gonna be a great offense, but they're gonna be better than that. And if the pitching can just stay at the level that it has been so far, which is just competent, I mean that's all we really asked for, and it's been that, then I feel like the Royals will be I mean obviously not a contender, but they will not be as dreadful as they look right now. And Just every season across the MLB, hitting seems to be behind pitching. It really feels like it doesn't get, hitting doesn't take over until like May for some teams. Weather changes, gets hotter, ball starts carrying. There's been multiple balls uh, on this homestand, this very first homestand, that have just died in the crosswinds. So it, you know, I'm not like overly panicked just because the nature of baseball, there are so many games you know, odds are we're going to be fine hitting-wise. We have too many talented bats. But, yeah, it
2: it sucks right now. They are hitting at a very, very poor level. Yeah. And, no, I think you made a couple good points in there. Like, I think it's very, very likely that this won't be the standard. Like, it's very difficult to go an entire season hitting like this. I'd say the main source of disappointment is all three of the young guys, uh, Bobby, Vinny, and uh, Melendez, have all kind of had a – had a bit of a struggle start still very early, but I think one thing that just, you know, is good for, um, energizing a fan base is to get to, s- to see the young stars perform well. And well, fan base, is-
1: because I don't know if you've been fucking seeing our stadium, but we are, I, we might be worse than the Oakland athletics.
0: Potentially. I well, mean, at least they the- fucking, they've put a winning product on the field which, uh, more recently than we have. So, Great.
1: but no, going off of kind of what Alvy said, I agree. Like, at least we have those three people to, like, look out for. But it's, like, at what point is it, like, all right, what what are we doing here, you know? And yeah. coming soon. But, like we've all said, Bobby was in the WBC, barely got at-bats. He's not really, like, he's not fully developed. Same with Singer. Uh, but, yeah, our pitching is actually really good. I mean, it's 2 nothing to the, one of the most heavy, like, the de- most he- heavy hitter developed lineups in the league. If I had to, like, talk about it. But overall, I mean, the pitching's good. It's it's just the hitting. We've we've hit all the points, guys. Not, we're, we're just I'm honest. not
0: worried about Vinny as much as the others because Vinny is walking to start this season and he's still doing what he did last year, where he I, if he gets out, he hits the ball really hard, which is a good sign because those fall eventually. I'm more so worried about Bobby and Melendez. They're striking out too much. Uh, they Bobby just looks a tick late on everything, and it's similar to what he looked like last year. In April, I, you remember Bobby didn't hit his first home run for about a month last year. Um, and yeah. he just really looked overwhelmed. And it's kind of looking similar in this small sample size where he's just behind on things. His swing is just under pitches. He's not connecting quite. But I, I don't envision that for him, Melendez, or Vinny being a long-term issue this year or in the future. But there is something to be said, I guess, about the sophomore slump. We saw it happen with Mustakis. We saw it happen with Hosmer, where guys have you know, really good rookie seasons, promising rookie seasons. And then that second year kind of hit a wall and it's just about, can they break through it? And I believe that these guys have all the talent and the ability to do that.
1: Let me ask you guys this. I know this is kind of like guiding away from like what they're doing right now, but in this uh, regular season, what would you like to see done? How many, who would you like to see extended? If you had the perfect world,
2: Brian Sweeney, what our pitching coach, Uh, oh is that his name (laughs) that's the one thing i mean if you had to ask me right now i thought you meant uh, mike sweetie i I was like obviously you want bobby Wood jr to be extended right i mean we still have to i still carry the belief that everything's gonna be fine with him as well i don't think any of this is like a sign for concern it's just disappointing you know i agree and you get the clean slate and to come out this cold is just it's like, well, we're going to be shit for the whole year now. We don't yes, even get one you week of thinking maybe we don't suck.
1: Let me ask you this. Would you extend MJ Melendez?
2: I mean, I mean here, at the right price? Here's the thing.
0: Is you either ex- take a chance and extend them now at an affordable price, or you don't take that chance and you wait and they either are really good and they get out of your price range, or you, or you were right and they aren't that great. But I would rather take a risk now than be a few years down the line and be like, "Well, shit, we can't." Especially, afford Especially my guy that I want them to extend the most right now is Singer. Like I think I was gonna say I was gonna say Singer is the
1: one that I want to take out get risk that on. one
0: done because he's only getting better. He's with more competent pitching coaching. He's only going to get better, and he's clearly the best pitcher on the staff. And pitchers are very fucking expensive. So. I would like to see that one be done as soon as possible. He's really the only pitcher that I think is worthy of extending. So I, I don't understand why, you know, we're not getting some of these things done. But, you know, it, there's still uh, a lot of time for these guys on their contracts. The arbitration years, they still have quite some time for their unrestricted. But it is a game. Yeah, I right?
1: mean, we literally saw Wander Franco sign a. Eleven-year extension, you one know what's year. In
0: I mean, Julio Rodriguez did like these guys are doing it. Yeah. Um, I think the Royals. I mean, remember the Royals tried to do that with Hunter Dozier, where they tried to be ahead of the curve and they gave him a contract extension, thinking like, oh, this will be a contract that looks good in a few years. Like we're gonna get him at a good price, and he nope. obviously was ass. He had one good season, not a great one, even just a good one, and that, yeah, after that was never ever worthy of not not even a competent starter so i kind of you know it's just i do
2: want to ask have you guys seen this stat that is about how it's like um a player that's gone to arbitration on his rookie deal has never re-signed with the team and the royals went to arbitration with brady singer yep so that's not a great sign for that for that effort
0: yeah, man. I mean, the, the bottom line is they're just a cheap organization through and through. I mean, yeah. I understand that and they I, don't. I understand they don't have Yankee I, money. I understand they don't have Dodger money. But they they don't really even spend as much as they should with what they
2: have. Um, and no thing, man. Like the second half of our order is just so disappointing. And we made all these additions. And quite frankly, like, does anyone believe that any of them are particularly good? I like, mean, like, I J, think I like JBJ. Likely. But I mean, I really don't care for him. I get, I get people like defense, but I. Well, he's frankly, your only hit
0: tonight. So be out there. It's your only hit tonight. I will. I'll give it credit. I know it's like a classic, like Michael A. Taylor. Like he does really well at the beginning and makes you think he's going to be a god. Matt Duffy's oh, looks no. good. Matt Duffy's no, looks good. Matt
2: Duffy has a career negative war like that. Ain't I know. I know. Now. I know.
0: I'm not saying he's going to be good. I'm saying he's like tricking us. I'm just saying. He's at least, you know, been, he's definitely been the most productive hitter we've had in the small sample size. And then, yeah, for Emil Reyes is literally old Jorge Soler. Um, He either hits a nuke or he strikes out. So, yeah,
2: if if they don't hang a curveball, there's nothing there.
0: (laughs) Which is literally like how I play my career on MLB The Show. It's like if they don't hang me a pitch, I strike out. That's how those guys play. Um, yeah, Yeah, you know, I'm not overly panicked. Like obviously, this is nothing to do with Quatrero, and you know, too early even to even think that. And even if we are bad this year, it's nothing really to do with Quotrero. The organization has just not put a built a team
2: good enough to compete. No, and I mean, like, look, we. I think it has to be said. Like, I'm happy with what the coaching staff has done, specifically so with far. the pitching. Like, yeah. and the whole the whole first pitch strike things has been very like. The Royals' emphasis has yes. supposedly been on strike one, which has been a big thing with you know the organizations I always talk about on here, i.e., Rays, Guardians, Astros. Um, and I mean that's so what we counts. picked
1: from. We picked from the Guardians. We got yeah. their assistant coach, and I was like, guys, this. And I can mean, be we got the amazing.
2: Rays bench coach as well. So yeah, yeah I will say we're, this. We're that's what we should be doing. Which we should have been doing two years ago uh, when that movement started to begin. I will say this. But, I think. One thing that I like so far is Quatrero is
0: not ignorant with the lineup as Matheny and even uh. Ned were at times. If something, like, already, if it's, something's not working, he's shifting that lineup every single day. And, like, even something as simple as, um, I believe it was either yesterday or Monday where he said, like, we're going to play every righty we have because of this guy's yeah. numbers against lefties. Like... Our old Matheny would have fucking never cared. Matheny would have just thrown out the same lineup. Yep, yep, yep. They were so like, they didn't care what the stats or what the analytics told them about the opposing pitcher. They were like, this is the best nine we have. We're just going to throw it out there. Already, Quotrero has been like mixing guys around in the order. And yeah, if this guy's dominant against lefties, we're playing every righty we have. Like, you're already seeing some 21st century baseball intelligence that we were lacking in the past few years.
2: Yep. Yep. And a lot of times it's not even rocket science. Like I've been doing that on MLB the pissing show. So (laughs) come on.
0: (laughs) MLB, the pissing show. I like that one. Um, Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically the baseball talk. It's um, Salvi just hit a ball down the line, watching it live. His fat ass is going to hold it first. All right. he's one out single in the ninth. All right, um, let's move on to the NBA because this is the time of the year where we haven't hit the draft yet. College basketball is over and the NBA is like the main sport as we're entering the biggest part of the season. And Josh, I permit you, and I am getting my stopwatch out right now, 60 seconds starting now to gloat about the Kings.
1: 16 fucking years, motherfucker. I've been through ups and downs with this team. I've been with them for four years. I'm not going to act like I've been here all 16 years. But hey, when I fucking joined the team, I thought Corey Joseph was a star player for us. That tells you where I came from. You should be fucking happy for for me. I've been through all the dog shit. I've been from fucking Luke Walton. I, that's all I've been see. I've seen him, and I don't even remember the fuck's last name. He made Zion a fucking bus. What's his name? I can't even remember. Fuck him. That's my big thing. Monty McNair is a fucking genius. Keegan Murray is a fucking god, and no one understands that. But they will when it comes to mid-April, and that means is splashing threes into your fucking girlfriend's vagina. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> the Kings might get swept in the first round, but at least we made it. I just want to win one playoff game. That's it. I want to win one playoff game, and I want a gentleman's sweep at worst. But fuck you. Fuck the Warriors, because that's who we're probably going to fucking play. But I don't give a fuck. We're in the playoffs. We're here now, bitch. We're gonna sign Demontis to a fucking extension, and about, you know what? Yeah. We're gonna sign another free agent, and then okay, you're, be you're done.
0: Scared. You're done. That's all the Kings talk for today, and probably for the rest of my life. Okay. Also, geez. by the way,
1: R.I.P. Race for the ten seed.
2: Yeah, I gotta, God. I gotta give Josh his props because Josh came on here and said Mike Brown is gonna be coach of the year. And Jackson and I laughed kind him. again. Yeah. You he laughed kind at me. An unnecessary amount of shit, and it ended up being. Thanks. A hell of a shot. If he so... doesn't
0: win, it would be criminal. I don't know who. It's else minus win. one thousand
1: yeah. betting yeah, odds, and I wanted to bet him at plus like thirty five hundred. The...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And Hunter Dozer just popped out to end the game. Royals are one in five. Okay. I hate that. I hate him so fucking much. Yeah, be careful He's... with your wording. <laughs> uh, let, me turn off, let me turn off my VPN now, so that I was using to watch the Royals. All right. Um. Yeah. Good for you, Josh. I'm happy for you. We were kind of making fun of you last week that you chose last week not to show up when it was the... Well, they didn't glimpse at the time of the recording. That's true. That's true. But it still would have been a great gloating pre-gloat. But you got your Um, post-gloat. I'm just happy, dude. Like, I've never experienced,
1: like, having a winning team in April.
2: Yeah, I mean, it it is nice. Like, it's a... Now you get to experience having a losing team in April. (laughs) Yeah. You get to I know that's happening. Like, that's the thing.
0: (laughs) You get to experience the pain of the playoffs. It sucks. Um... Although, probably not as much for you because you were just happy to be here um yeah I mean look I think you look at it into a perspective like the Clippers have had
2: 12 straight winning seasons is that right John uh this will be if they if they get above 500 yeah which they just need more win to do it will be 11 straight 11
0: Excuse straight and like, which is
2: the long which is the biggest oh it's by all- far the longest or-
0: I think Milwaukee has yep. seven I think that's the next closest and then, like, the Heat yep. are, like, 42 and 37, and I'm, like, really pissed with the way this year's gone. And I'm sure, John, you're pissed with the way this year's gone for the Clippers. But, yes. like, it just puts it into perspective, like, how happy the Kings are and how mad we are. Just, like, it's
1: funny because, like, when we won 40 games at in July at Summer League, one guy saw Keegan Murray play and came out shouting, Kings are winning 40 games and acted like the fucking sky was falling and the Kings fan got Kings fans got mocked so hard for that. And then we won 40 games and then here we are Pacific division champs. Like it's, it's insane.
0: Does it, I mean, I will say this divisions in basketball literally do not fucking matter and should probably just be thrown away in general with the way the playoff structure is. What's the point of a division? If you can have a division without a playoff team, at that point, it, and there's no rivalries in the like the biggest rivalry in the NBA is Lakers Celtics, and they're not even in the same conference. So, like, yes, like winning your division's cool and all, I guess, but like no one gives a fuck about. No one even remembers who won the division. No, nope. but good for you, Josh. I mean, I, I don't think you even cared to win the division. You just wanted to make the playoffs. But yeah,
1: the fact that we're not in the playing tournament, guys, is fucking insane.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like you would have like. When this ended, you kind of would have thought it would have been, you know, race for the 10th seed and it ends with you guys getting a three. Like... <laughs> That's just awesome. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. And me- meanwhile, me and now me and John's teams might be in the plan. So it's. I, mean,
1: I hope we face you in the first round. Clippers are the only one, one team way or another, you Josh,
0: you're facing either the Clippers or Lakers, it looks like.
1: Or the yeah, Warriors, I'm... probably the Warriors.
0: I don't know. The Warriors, I think, the... I think the Warriors are going to get the five. I think The Warriors are playing
1: really good basketball, guys. We're fucked. The Warriors are gonna win the Natty. Or not Natty, the championship.
0: No, but like no, yeah. no, either way, it's either gonna be John against you or me against you. And if if you are playing the Lakers, it will be you and John against me. So at least you'll have company.
2: Yeah, if you're playing the Lakers, I'll be turning my ass off for the Kings. <laughs> uh that would be I know,
0: I know. But that would that would pain you to do, wouldn't it?
2: Dude, I
1: know. the Kings are about to America's become okay. America's team. Yeah, we're about to become America's team. I'm I mean, telling you.
0: Enjoy it because uh, <laughs> you, you never know. Only when Amer- you'll be you're only America's team for so long, and then once you're good for too long, people fucking hate you. So I don't think we're gonna be
1: good for long. Though we got to re-sign Sabonis to Max. Like it's kind of some bullshit. Yeah, if you ask the, me. let's
0: talk about that actually before we keep talking about um the playoffs and stuff. The new NBA collective bargaining agreement. So now. Part of that is you can sign more than two max players, so that I immediately thought of that really benefits the Cavs, who are going to need to sign Garland, Mitchell, and Mobley to max contracts. What did you guys think about that change? Uh, I'm not even gonna lie;
1: I can't. I didn't even know that happened, but I think it's a good idea because you because it allows players to like take the money but stay with the teams that like we think they should stay with. Because, like, for instance. I, like with the Cavs, if one of those players didn't go, they were just going to go signing with a di- uh, team that has the money, and it's like, then their talents really get wasted, and I think, I don't think it builds a super team, but I think it's, it's on a fine line, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, I it's, it's not anything groundbreaking, I would say, but... Um... Interesting enough, I I haven't really heard of it till now, so I'll have to look more into that. <laughs> also, part of the new collective bargaining
0: agreement, I'm sure you guys have heard of this part: the new in-season tournament that will take yes, place. Yes, it get finalized.
1: I I love it. Where one player, will. Where,
0: where two teams will play 83 games. Um, I will say, I think the NBA is a little, um, what am I trying to say? In this t- tone deaf towards its audience right now, in the fact that. I don't think the fans want more games, or at least not like the common fans. Well, I, I think I'll they say want this. less games. Yeah, what
1: I would. Do think it was, was good it? Good Three or bad. four years ago, we were literally playing eighty-two games.
2: We
0: still. I
1: them. think people forget. Oh, I thought we we're playing seventy-two.
0: No, we're playing eighty-two.
1: Then why? Why'd you say two teams will play eighty-three? Like, are because you saying the, that the like,
0: teams that make it to the championship game of that tournament play an extra game?
1: Yeah. yeah so, oh. So they're gonna take out some regular season games for the end season tournament.
0: Um, No, it's still gonna count for that. That's what's like. We're gonna have to see it first of all before we can really judge this thing. Because I'll be honest, I was a big hater against the play in tournament, but now I've kind of warmed up to it. So I'm giving it a chance to do that to me. But basically, is it's gonna be like in like early to mid November. There's gonna be pool play, and based off your record in an eight game stretch, that's gonna be how you're seated for this shit. And then you're gonna play it, and then the top two teams are going to play one extra game and every player on the winning team gets 500 grand. I see.
2: Okay. So I see how they pitched that one to the players. <laughs> yeah. They were like, here it is. But like
1: some teams are still going to play like they're less, they their bench players because like, uh, John Adam silver literally said he got this idea from the champions league. So like, you know, yeah. you're not going to play your best players. And that makes those players really incentivized to the 500 grand because they could actually use it. So I think it's actually going to make for, for, for some good basketball, if you ask me.
0: I Here's my thing. Sure is it just doesn't fucking mean anything. And I don't think you're going to be able to convince the veterans in this league that it does outside of cash. It doesn't fucking matter. Nobody is going to care about this like they care about the playoffs. And it's just like... You guy, if this was an attempt to make people care about the regular season,
2: I just don't think it happens. I just don't think it happens. Imagine people talking about the play in champ or the in season championship as like a legacy game. Literally, like (laughs) I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it necessarily is. I think Josh makes a good point that there's a chance for some auxiliary motivation that maybe NBA's been lacking, um, in like, you know, the parts of the year where it's boring. Which,
1: say, when it comes to December, we only look forward to Christmas. After that, I could give two fucks about the NBA until April.
2: Yeah. I, I see I agree with that. Um, but I, I also agree with Jackson. Like NBA regular season has been probably entertaining it's ever been this year. Um and I don't think that something like this is always going to help the problem when I think it's largely based on them playing too many games and games, just not feeling like they have any meaning. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure why this tournament would be any different, but we'll have to see.
0: I think one, one thing that's interesting, and I'm sure the NBA has enough smart people to figure this out is playing that extra game. Cause these games count for the standings like that. It's not like this is separate from the regular season. This is the regular season. So if a team, let's say, goes 49-33 and 33, and the team who made the championship and lost the championship goes 49-34, and 34, do we punish that team for making the championship and losing an extra game because they played an extra game? It'll be interesting to see how they work that out because I just right now don't see the incentive to play in this thing. Now, like, there's probably, like, they're probably going to do shit. Like, if you win this tournament, you clinch a playoff spot. They could do something like that. But, yeah, I, I'm i not a huge fan of change in general, uh, but this
2: is not a change that I like. Oh, dude, the clinch-up playoff spot thing is not happening with with the way load management is already. Woo! Imagine one team just didn't have to care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. That part is true. But, I mean, you still wouldn't clinch. Uh, I guess, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you do it then, though, because, like, then what's the stakes? Like, the stakes are like congrats you won an in-season tournament
1: 500 grand I, I understand for the
0: player but what's it what's in it for the fan what's why should uh, i care I mean, you, why should i care i still want
1: to still win something
0: but it doesn't matter if this
1: turns into somehow out to the champions league it will mean something but it's not going to i it's just like
0: literally it. would mean the same thing as winning the summer league to me it's like uh, i know it counts for your regular season record but like It's not like anybody in the off-season is going to be like, well, we won the in-season tournament. Who gives a fuck? Man, no one gives a shit.
1: I will say I agree with you. Like, Maybe – I don't even know. I don't know how they can really – I bet you it will just be a lot of bench players and teams really won't care.
0: Look, the NBA – No, and I mean,
2: for this to become a big deal, it's going to take a completely restructure of the way that people think about like the competition of the NBA. Like, absolutely. But, I mean, I don't think that that's necessarily impossible – but I think that the fact that this might look a little boring for the reasons we've outlined, i.e. people not caring about it, might make that impossible to happen. We'll have to see. I, I, I'm I, interested to see it play out, because I think there's a lot of different ways it can go. Not, yeah, you Yeah, you know,
0: I was going to say, like, I mean, I did say this already, but, like, I wasn't a fan of the play-in tournament when it was introduced. I, I've warmed up to that. It's entertaining. It's fun. I'm not a hater on that anymore, so... I'm not going to act like I'll never change my opinion on this because it's very possible. But as we sit here today, I don't think, A, there's enough information to even really know if I like this or not. But, yeah, I mean,
2: I'm not sure. I'll, I'll make a way too early prediction for this tournament. Okay. Damian Lillard goes, like, <laughs> try hard as fuck and wins, like a, wins the in-season tournament for Portland. And that's his, like, I won with Portland thing. <laughs>
0: That would be so funny. Yeah, oh, that would be that's so his funny. legacy. Like he, he holds up the trophy and leg- he's like, yeah. uh, "He holds up that trophy." And he's like, "I didn't run from the grind." <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, exactly, 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 exactly.
0: Bro, if you think say, that people on you know, Twitter like make fun of the bubble championship, holy shit, people are going to yeah. clown
2: this thing. I'll say something though that I think is a bit of a flex: is if you win the finals and the in-season tournament, that's kind of badass.
0: I mean, it's cool. Yeah, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with that. But like,
2: yeah. yeah. But really, what we're gonna do is we're gonna learn how much these guys want five hundred thousand dollars.
0: And that will be a lot of younger players more than veterans.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Which I mean, cool, I guess. But like, five hundred grand to some of these guys, they could wipe their ass with, and to. The some guys? Well, I mean, LeBron's not seeing the <laughs> court. When he,
2: when, like... The
0: thing is, if a star gets hurt during this tournament, people are going to be so pissed off. Yeah, I think that's a good point as well. Yeah. But,
1: okay, wait, how, okay, can you explain how this works again? I'm so confused. Okay,
0: so, A, they have not released an entire, like, blueprint on it, so there is not, like, an eti- like official um, schedule for it or anything. Nothing, like, is set in stone yet, but the proposal is that there will be, like, pool play, but, an eight game stretch in November, everybody will play eight games and it'll be just random opponents like it is right now. And based on that is how you'll get seated. Everybody I believe makes the tournament. And then in December, there's a group knockout stage. And then there will be, I know this for a fact, there will be a final four hosted at a neutral site. Um, and then, yeah, that's, I'll be dope. but I mean, again, like they're trying so hard to be college basketball there, but whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, there needs to be more. And it's not officially coming this year, but it says it could arrive as early as the 23-24 season. Jesus. That'd be crazy. I, I, I also just think it's probably not a great idea to lump it in with, like, the peak of the NFL season. But, I mean, I don't know if they have a choice. I think
2: but, that's the complete idea behind it. Is I the, guess, but, really- like,
0: I don't know. like. Everybody that competes with the NFL loses. It's a a losing game, but good for the NBA for trying something, I guess. Um, It could work, and if it doesn't, I guess it wouldn't be that impossible to overturn. So, we'll see. Back to uh, the actual basketball, though. Uh, Who is your guys', as we sit here today, favorite to come out of each conference, and who is your favorite to win the finals?
2: So, I have the Phoenix Suns coming out of the West and the Milwaukee Bucks coming out of the East. We're running that one. back. Uh, Yep, we are.
1: (laughs) I have the, I have the Warriors and the Celtics. I think, I think we run it back.
0: Okay. Well, I'll pick a finals that hasn't happened recently, I guess to spice things up a little bit. Uh, I like Milwaukee out of the east if Chris Middleton doesn't get hurt again this year. If he does, it's Boston. But I like them out of the east. And then the west, man, I know it's going to get a lot of hate for saying this, but I like. I I could see Denver making it out of the west. And I know I'm going to no get hate for that. Way. I know I'm going to get hate for that. But this is the best Denver team that I've seen them have. Jokic is obviously playing insane basketball. Murray is you know, every game looks like he's closer to what he was before the injury. The man who should not be named is producing good minutes. Um,
1: like a poor junior for anybody that doesn't know. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I don't know. I just feel like nobody's that good in the West. Like there's talent, but there's not a lot of great team. And like, you talk about Phoenix, man, they've played like six games with Durant in that lineup. It's tough to just come together immediately and go on a playoff run with that. Um, yeah, so I like Celtics in Nuggets and I like Celtics to win it. Alright. Who's your dark horse to come out of or just go on a run this postseason?
2: Uh definitely the Kings. No. Yeah.
0: I mean Don't 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 jinx me like
1: that. I would never do that to you. You don't need to do that to me.
0: <laughs> Josh is the what? only person who like believes in jinxes like this that I've ever met.
1: I just don't think that's
0: nice.
2: Every single time
0: you say something positive, he's like, "Shut the fuck up."
2: Yeah, it's kind of crazy.
0: Josh, who do you think could go on a run? Kings.
1: No, I'm joking. Uh, honestly, I don't know if you would call it like a run, but like they haven't shown it. The Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies could have a pass to the to the finals.
0: I mean, any? Yeah, I think, I think what's I think conference finals counts as a run. If, if you're talking dark horse, um, yeah, their record, I mean, would say, like, yeah, but yeah, I get what you're saying. They, they have not made it out of the second round yet, I don't think, since, like, the Zach Randolph days. So, yeah, um, I'm going to go with the Cavs. I think there is potential for them to cause trouble yeah, in the East. I like that. Um, they just give, the reason I say that is they are the one team in the Eastern Conference that throughout this regular season I've seen give Boston fits. So I like I think Cleveland's got an opportunity. Garland has become a top 5 point guard, Mobley is ascending and then obviously Donovan Mitchell top 5 shooting guard in the league, not without question. So I yeah, that's my pick to go deep or dark horse in the East. Knicks Cavs will be a fun series. That's already cemented. That will be a good 5-4. Yeah, that should be fun. That should be fun. John, I'm surprised you didn't say the Lakers.
2: You know, I don't I don't buy into this at all. And it's hilarious. And it's but, but you bought the-
0: into them at the beginning of the season.
2: Yeah, yeah. But now I've seen them play, man. And I get they've been a little better recently. But I see every time I open on ESPN, people are talking about how the Lakers are going to win the championship. And I'm just like, have you guys not been paying attention? Um, I just don't see it happening. Like, I get the West is kind of a mess. I don't see anyone on there saying the Clippers are going to win it all. 'Cause they're shit. And so are the Lakers. <laughs> so I'm just yeah. That that's
0: right. The where I stand with the Lakers is in, in a one game like March Madness type <laughs> of tournament, I think they could win. But in you know, a best of seven, they're not built physically for a best of seven. That's facility.
2: what I'm saying, man. It just isn't gonna happen. Like they, I, they're
0: too old. They they well, they did get younger at the deadline, but like their two best players are too old. I mean Davis isn't that old, he's just you know injury prone. LeBron's 38, so I, like, yeah, I think the nature of, like, a playoff, you're talking about if they were to sweep everybody, which won't happen, that's 16 games. So take, that's already, like, for them to win 16 games, that's asking a lot out of a team like that who's, they, they literally don't play AD or LeBron except for tonight, back-to-backs. Um, and then you're talking about they're probably going to have to play anywhere between, like, if they were to win the finals, 23 to 30 playoff games, I, I don't yeah. see it happening. Nope, I don't either. That's not to say I couldn't see them winning a series. I could definitely see them
2: pulling off a series. Over the Kings? <laughs> I could see them beating yeah, I'm Memphis. I'm going to kill it. I could see them beating yeah, I Memphis. Could, I could definitely see them beating I think Memphis, I've been reading that they're like like 20th in half-court offense or something that that is not going to fly in the playoffs. You're not going to be able
0: to dominate the st- transition like that. Interesting statistic. Outside of those Durant Warriors who just – they're an anomaly because they just were super fucking talented. In the last 10 years, everybody that's won a championship had, was top 10 in defense. So, I mean, you look at that. And that's – I mean, unless you have a fucking unbelievable stacked offense that's like once in a generation – almost like a requirement to be a top 10 defense to win a championship yeah yeah and uh yeah i mean last year golden state was third so it's like you just you don't even think of it like that you think of golden state as this great offensive team i I mean i guess we're talking dark horses golden state i mean i know it's dumb to say the reigning champs but uh, they've you know had a pretty mediocre ass regular season but nobody may win be, on the road nobody will be surprised if they go on a run well I don't
1: that's why I don't want to play them
0: nobody will be surprised if they go on a run and they're getting Wiggins back so that that's just great for the west <laughs> um yeah josh do you perhaps have our preseason NBA predictions no I,
1: I don't even remember making them to be honest
0: I know we did make them but oh I guess-
1: yeah, yeah, I think I do. I, it's on a Google Doc. Oh, my fuck.
0: If you can find it, that would be fucking hilarious. Yep, I
1: have it. All it's right. The last time it was edited on was on October 18th, 2022. Sorry, guys. I just want to go to Coach of the Year. Jackson, Tyron, Lou, John, Darvin, Ham, and Hamm. Josh <laughs> fucking Mike Brown, bitches. <laughs> me, and,
2: me and John just tried to jinx each other. No, kidding. it didn't have to do with jinxing you. I just wanted to jinx the Lakers. I hate the Lakers. Uh, uh, I
0: thought I thought the Clippers were going to be good this year. So who do they have as MVP? Uh,
1: You had Jaw. I had Luka, John had LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right, what, what uh, was the next thing? Give me one second. Uh, Rookie of the Year, Jackson had Jane Nivy. I had Keegan Murray, John had... Paulo Banchero.
0: Who's going to win that? Paulo. Is he going to win? I don't know. It. I've not been keeping up with the rookies this year. I think it's
1: Paulo in a heartbeat.
0: Jaden Ivey's been
2: good, though. That wasn't a horrible pick.
1: I mean, Chet ended up
2: uh, being good. Paulo, Paulo's
1: Chet. minus 4,500 right now.
2: Yeah. Oh, let's win. go, baby. That one. I don't think I've ever gotten a preseason <laughs> prediction right in all hearts. I mean,
1: it's, it's not like Keegan broke the, the most threes by a rookie in one year or – Anything like that?
2: Oh, shut the hell up, Josh. No one gives a fuck about the Kings.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not like he did or anything. Okay, yeah.
0: Josh. All right. <laughs> um,
1: up next is six man: Jackson, and Tyler, Hero. I had Christian Wood. John had guess.
2: Uh, Russell Westbrook. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> who Who is going to win six man? Like,
0: uh,
1: no self- clue.
2: Shows how much I pay attention to the NBA now. Dude, Russ. Russ deserves it for the Clippers, even though he has been starting a little bit. Uh,
1: all right. Defensive player of the year. Jackson had Kawhi. I had Rudy. John had Anthony Davis. This uh, improved player. Jackson had James Wiseman. I had Tyrese Halliburton. And at 25000 John had Terrence Mann.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. Of hey, course I did. Hey, Pistons, That's James right. Wiseman. Have you
0: guys seen James Wiseman on the Pistons? He's won one game. What? I mean, yes, they've only won one game, but that dude is actually, like, playing like a top pick on Detroit. Have you guys seen his stats? No. He's fucking going insane on Detroit, like, compared to what he was on Golden State. He's averaging fucking 13-8. and Uh
1: And then, Coach, we've already went over that. For our finals prediction, Jackson... (laughs) Sorry, I just saw this. Jackson had Bucks over Grizzlies in seven. That's not what I'm laughing at. I had Sixers over Clippers in five. This is what I'm laughing at. Yeah. John had that John had the Lakers over the Nets in five.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. Dude, well good. The reverse jinx worked with the Nets.
0: Dude picked like the two like on paper best teams that like flamed out. <laughs> he just like I guess the Lakers have picked well, it up, but the Clippers were the on-paper best team that flamed out. It's true, yeah. Hey, Bucks, Bucks over Grizzlies in seven. It's a possibility. That's I, I was expecting worse.
2: What was yours, yeah. Josh?
1: Mine was Sixers
2: over Clippers
1: in five.
0: Yeah, um,
2: I remember giving you shit for picking the Clippers in the fucking championship. Yeah,
0: James Harden winning a championship isn't gonna happen, but. <laughs>
2: I mean, Doc Rivers Clippers. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. No. I, I think know that's I why
1: I did it. I think that's I... why I did it.
2: I, I know. Josh, I, I will like give you because so you know funny. because we're not going to
0: have a very long show today. We, this will be one of the last things we do. Me and John last week made our MLB predictions, um, and I was going to give you your chance now to make yours. So, who do you want for a? And it's only like a weekend, so who, like this doesn't like anything. Uh, who do you th- want for your AL MVP?
1: Are you writing this down?
0: I've written our answers down. I was going to write yours down.
1: Okay. AL MVP, Shohei.
0: Okay. Which, um, I said Jose Ramirez. Way mass I said uh, Jose Ramirez. John said Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Uh, AL Cy Young.
1: Uh, Garrett Cole.
0: Okay, me and John both said DeGrom. So.
1: <laughs> I Fuck, like, I forgot about DeGrom.
0: Uh, NL MVP. Trey Turner. That's what I said. No way. That's what I said.
1: I did not listen to the podcast either.
0: I know. Uh, John said Mookie Betts. NL Cy Young.
1: The one (laughs) fuck on the Mets. That is a ghost
0: pitch. Scherzer? Oh, no. No. The the Japanese player. You're not allowed to pick a guy if you don't know his fucking name.
1: Can you you pronounce it? Because I can't.
0: Kode Singa? Is that how you say it? Sure. Um,
1: Cody singer, Code singer. singer,
0: sport Okay. Um, I said, Aaron Nola and John said, Justin Verlander, who's about to miss the whole fucking season.
2: <laughs> Great.
0: Great. <laughs> 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 he literally like, I think after the day after we recorded last week, it was like, he got put on the 10 day IL with like shoulder discomfort.
2: Oh, no, that's never good.
0: Um, I did not write this down, but we did do our World Series prediction. Who do you have, Josh?
1: World Series prediction, I'm going to go Yankees-Dodgers. I think it actually happens.
0: I think I went Mets over Astros. You did, did. and mine was uh, Padres over Guardians.
1: Fucking Guardians, are you on crack?
0: (laughs) Playoffs are about pitching, all right? And McKenzie and Bieber, it's going to be tough to beat that one, too. And, I mean, I picked Jose Ramirez to win AL MVP, so I'm riding with the Guardians this year, man. Uh, I mean, I fucking I, they're the one team in our division I can tolerate, I guess. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, do you guys have anything else we should hit on this episode? I know dr- we're going to hit a lot on the draft going forward. Um, tell me it. about I'll that most
2: boring fucking...
0: Championship game ever. Yeah, I mean, yukon was gonna kick. Yeah,
2: yukon I've never seen a team just like outclass everyone like that all through March <laughs> Madness. Did they ever even have a game that like made them sweat at all? No. There was yeah at one point in like th-
0: at the five minute mark, it got down to six in the championship, and then they just fucked yeah. And them.
2: even then, it was like no, dude, they were clearly way better. Yeah,
0: I mean, their literal toughest half of the entire tournament was in the first round against Iona. I think they were up. I think they were losing at half. Yeah, time so, to Iona. Yeah,
1: and i that was the one pick. I said, if UConn beats Iona, I wouldn't be shocked. But I also said, if UConn goes to the Final Four, that would be somewhat shocking, but I wouldn't be completely shocked. Yeah, that region,
0: But me. they just kicked the shit out of everybody they played. It—it It is the most dominant run of all time. Nobody had ever – their closest game was 13 points. Nobody had ever had a tournament run where they didn't have a game – where that was their biggest – I don't know. They probably
2: getting, covered every spread.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, probably, um, you know, either Florida Atlantic or San Diego state was going to lose that game. To be honest with you, with just how well UConn played, I'm not sure a team could have beaten them this tournament. Like, I don't think there was anybody in the field in any portion of the bracket that would have beaten them.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, no, they, because even like, that's the other thing about this tournament is the number ones went out as early as they ever have. Yeah. They all kind of got exposed. Yeah. Like, Straight up,
0: they that they did, um, and I saw something that said the a top two seeds have won every year except for three times since 2011, and all three times were UConn as a four seed. Or it was, there were a four this year. They were a seven in 2013. Was that the year? 2012, 2014, around there was Shabazz Napier. <laughs> And then the year they had Kemba, I believe they were like a three or four. So just fucking insane, like that that program. Five championships in twenty five years. Would you guys consider UConn to be a blue blood now? Yeah. 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 I mean, you kind of. I mean,
2: they've got more in the last whatever than KU does. They have so. They have more than KU, don't they? Yeah. If you t- if you don't count KU's ones that got decided by like mail in vote.
0: Yeah. Whatever. Like... He uh, they have five and KUS four, right?
2: Something like that. That's
0: yeah, nuts. They have the most of the 21st century. I mean, that they are definitely a blue blood at this point, and really now you got them. I considered Villanova blue blood worthy. Uh, the big east man, fucking hell, that's a great conference going forward.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, they're is it Has been the same coach the same time the whole time? No, it's been three different coaches. Are you serious? Yes.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, these last three, the, the three they've won in the 21st century, or the three they've won since 2011, have all been different coaches. Good Lord. Yeah, insane shit. Um, yeah, that truly a blue blood, honestly. That's a clear sign if you're doing it with different coaching. Um, D4 yeah. of the week? My D4 of the week... Let's not make
1: it royals focus, guys. I, I'd love to see everyone else try.
2: Well, that's not going to happen. That's My, gonna happen. Of the <laughs> week.
1: My D4 of the week is Anthony Rendon. Oh, yeah. Called a fan a bitch.
0: Not just that.
1: I almost And tried to hit him.
0: He swung at him. Got suspended for five games. Now four. Now, Oh, he appealed it down to four? Yep. All right. John, what's your uh, D4 of the week? I don't even really need to ask.
2: Uh, You know, if we're going to just keep it off the Chiefs, I'll just go to Tottenham again because they shat themselves yet again. So, thanks a lot, bitches. Talking about
0: the draw to Everton? Yeah. Fucking losers. Put that into terms for the drawing to Everton in terms of Chiefs football. What?
2: Okay, I'll put it in terms of Chiefs football. You were up two touchdowns. (laughs) You're playing against – who's the team that's very quarterback-centric, like would be fucked if they lost their quarterback? Uh... (sighs) Uh… The Bills? Okay, yeah. Chiefs are playing the Bills. Josh Allen goes out. Nathan Peterman comes in the game. <laughs> Chiefs are up 14. And they end up somehow losing. that That's what happened. The Everton got a red card, and Tottenham gave up a goal with a one-man advantage. No, we didn't. We were down. Or, or Sorry. Sorry. We, we ended up giving away a red card. Yeah, either way. Either way. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Now, okay, yeah. To put it into extra football terms... After Josh Allen got out of the game, the Chiefs put Daniel Sorensen in, and he got two unsportsmanlike, (laughs) or, yeah, like two shit penalties. Are we talking about Emerson? No. uh, No, we're talking about Lucas Mora, who came in and shoved, just like shoved the bottom of his fucking cleat onto a dude's ankle like two minutes after he got in the game. Instant red card later. So, yeah, terrible sport. No one should watch it.
1: I fucking hate Kyrie Irving. Okay, that's that's my D
2: four the week. Larry Irving is a D four. He can be D four. In mine, fact, it's honestly insulting to mine, D
0: four. <laughs> no, uh, mine is referees. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the women's national championship game. I was on. A, I was driving back from uh, Cape Girardo and watching it on my phone. And God, while driving. No, yeah, while driving. While driving. But,
1: okay. <laughs> I was gonna no. say you're promoting a lot of shit.
0: No, no. no. I was in the passenger seat. Um, Yeah, and that shit was unwatchable. Like, they called so many fucking horrible fouls. Um, Yeah, it was ridiculous. And I'll also lump into the same game, D4 of the Week. Anybody who got their pussies hurt by what Angel Reese did to Caitlin Clark. um, Look, if you can't handle fucking trash talking, like, everybody, literally everybody that complained about that I would say 95% of those people never played a fucking sport. It's how it goes, all right? You talk shit, and it comes back to bite you. And I'm a Caitlin Clark. I like Caitlin Clark. Like, she's probably my favorite college basketball player in either sport right now. Like, she's fucking entertaining. But, like, you lost the championship. Everyone can talk their shit. And, yeah, the, that's my co-D4 of the week.
2: Yeah, Angel Reese has Michael Jordan levels of I took that personally. Which now, I, I will
0: say... LSU like made up a bunch of fucking narratives in their head. Yeah,
2: they? yeah, they 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 definitely the yeah, made up narratives. Fucking Georgia
1: was saying people had them like finishing six oh, and six. Seven and and eight. Eight.
0: Yeah, no. So they were interviewing the uh, were like they were interviewing terrible. Nolan Smith on a podcast, and he's like, the dude goes, you know, nobody told you, predicted you guys to go seven and five, right? It's like you know you made that up, and he like started laughing. He's like, yeah, he's like sometimes you gotta yeah. give yourself that chip, <laughs> but that's not nah, dude. But- that's what LSU. That's what uh, yeah. That's what LSU did because they were like, because of the way that Iowa guarded South Carolina, they were like, that's disrespectful. And then Caitlin Clark was like, well, we're not going to guard you the same way. Like, well, I don't care. That's you don't disrespect our SEC sisters.
1: That that did not make sense to it me. That makes what I got no sense pissed.
0: to me. That's the part that I don't give up. I don't understand that part. The taunting at the end of the championship game, cool, whatever. But
2: yeah, the fucking. Like, they disrespected us and like that. But, unless there's also like, a- like I just don't want to be like a big, you know, ass here, but like, there isn't like a populace that's just like clowning on certain women's NCAA teams. Like, no one's really, um, no one's really making big statements, I feel like. Oh, I have a third co D4 to the
0: week, uh, Jill Biden for, um, Suggesting bringing both teams to the yeah. White
2: House. Yeah, terrible. And now now and just, Ange- just now Angel really Reese is like
0: look. now Angel Reese is like yeah we're not fucking going like we'll go see the Obamas we're not going yeah. to fucking White House.
2: Did, did you see what else she said? Is she said Joe had us losing in his bracket. <laughs> now that part that part
0: I think she's fucking out of pocket for.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, like you think Joe Biden knew what the hell he, <laughs> he had one- like you think some people think Joe Biden doesn't know what's going on in everyday life. He truly oh had God. no fucking idea what he was doing when he filled that bracket out.
0: <laughs> that was that shit was funny. He's like, he didn't even have us winning the bracket. I was like, he's like Joe had us losing. <laughs> like, right. like two percent like of brackets had you winning, but nonetheless, yeah, that shit was funny. But yeah, uh, not in, inviting the losers to the White House, not not okay. You know how. People are always like, oh, these damn participation trophies these days. That that that's actually one where it's like, yeah, we're not fucking doing this.
2: It also just was really tone deaf when like to be honest, like I think the game (laughs) I I think a lot of people had comments about the game that may or may not have been racially charged. Mm -hmm. Um so like I feel like to invite both teams set a set a weird message to everyone. I think
0: angel's right in the fact where she said that she knows she's like if we lost they wouldn't have invited us to the white house and i mean i think
2: she's absolutely i think she's right about that yeah yeah that's that's where it was a very not good look
0: like there's so much the one thing i will just say and i'm biased because i'm a fan of her but i don't understand how anyone hates on caitlin clark at all like throughout this because there's literally nothing she did she like no. talks a little bit if of trash you were dirty and shit,
2: in the championship game. Like she I don't know what
0: they to... they asked her about the situation and she was like she Angel doesn't deserve hate. Like she, we're competitors. Like that's She's saying that shit. And yet I still see people on the internet that was like I'm glad that bitch got humbled or like she needed humbling. I'm like bro, <laughs> she is doing something for that sport that no woman has ever done. Making the average sports fan care about women's basketball has literally never been done. It just that's pretty- did
2: it for a while there, but to, I don't think to this extent. Like nine No, I don't. I don't think in this micro extent. I agree. Like I've never heard an individual game of women's basketball be talked about near this level. Yeah, I agree no, with that. it was
0: insane, and I think I think that's the best. You know, like I think Caitlin Clark, regardless of you know what she wins and whatnot, is doing a lot for the sport. Which is, you know, I'll be honest, I don't really watch women's basketball. I think a lot of the time it can be boring, but Caitlin Clark's pretty fucking entertaining to watch.
2: I'll tell you another thing is if you're someone that doesn't like a bunch of three-pointers getting chucked in basketball, then women's basketball... Women's is for you, yeah. Like, LSU was a 19% three-point shooting team coming into that game. Like, both teams were using big... Well, using people with good size. Um, and, yeah, that, that ends up playing a bigger part, I think, at that level. Whereas the men's game has kind of become a chuck-fest. I also just think... One and this will be my last thing
0: to say because kind of rambling. I also think people have you know, like you said, John brought up racially. I think more racially than any. I think more than racially. I think this is gender-wise the trash talk. I think if this was men, like per se, if this was a oh yeah, African American oh, yeah. NFL player that went up to Tom Brady and taunted him nobody would be like, that's out of pocket, or that's bullshit, you know, other than, like, butthurt patrons. And and
2: and on the other hand, like, we wouldn't be having discussions about, like, whether or not somebody, whether, we wouldn't be having the discussion about whether or not people getting upset about it was caused by race, right? No, because it, because, yeah, yeah,
0: in, yeah, in, like, men's sports, men's sports, it's so common, and it's, like, I guess just because the way it's been in women's sports, you really haven't seen that level of shit talk.
2: Least, yeah, I mean, yeah, that level, and I just think a lot of people, I think people just have a tendency to talk about women's sports in a different way. Like oh, I think yeah. this kind of appealed oh, back. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, 100%. very, very interesting. Yeah, but I but it was like the
0: first women's tournament I've ever really paid attention to. So, you know, maybe maybe the sports. Yeah. I'll say this: I would watch women's college basketball way more than the WNBA
2: it's a thousand times better yeah I think most people including women's basketball fans would agree with you on that one um yeah for sure
0: all right well we'll go ahead and wrap up today's episode appreciate everybody for listening and make sure you're tuning in these next few weeks as we get the draft content pushed out I'm about to ruin some kid's life by putting him as my quarterback one get ready for that um Yeah, and just thanks you for listening, and we'll see you next time.